You don't tip. You don't tip? What do you mean you don't tip? You don't believe in it. Shut up. What do you mean you don't believe in it? Come on, you. Cough up a bucket, cheap bastard. Hello, world. This is Chris Abalo's podcast experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show. Thank you for subscribing to the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well, where every Monday you'll have the full video of the episode waiting for you. And of course, thank you all for following the show on the socials at Cape Pod. That is Instagram and TikTok. And again, YouTube. Just look up Cape Pod and we're bound to come up. Probably. Let's say probably. Probably. Anyway. Joining me and making his 2023 debut, please welcome back my part-time lackey, Ryan Taggart. Part-time lackey. I mean, that's I'm probably here. the most accurate way to put yeah, it I mean, I at this it. point. Yeah, yeah that's what we're going to go with. Yeah. I'm here. We're excited. That's right. Kicking off a new year of Chris Abala's podcast experiment. Here we go. That's right. And also, of course, joining us, although sadly not on camera, but it'll be behind the mic. Welcome back, Christian Cordez. What's up? What's up? How are you? Good. How you doing, man? Good, man. Good. Good. So relieved he doesn't have to be on camera finally. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he always has to adjust the lighting so he shows clearly, you know, because <laughs> skin tone contrast. work to make this look good on camera. Oh, <laughs> don't say that. You're adorable. I wasn't saying that negatively. Yeah. I said it positively. It takes a lot of work. It's like to, it takes a lot of work. To be authentically yeah. good looking on camera. Oh, okay. So, well, good. That's more like it. Really, really ridiculously good looking. I'm in an age of self-love right now. I'm trying to lose some weight. So That's right. That's why I'm like, nah, I look good on camera. I just don't feel like it. You do. You're adorable. Oh, yeah. look at you. It just You're doesn't so feel nice. like it. Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. Also, there's not a camera available. <laughs> yeah. That, there, that's the real worry. reason. That. Yeah. Don't there's worry. Th- your film roles are guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we got a, a bunch of stuff we're going to go over as usual, but we're going to kind of try to stay on task because we spent about an hour getting ready to get started because <laughs> Cape is back and that's how we go. That's how we that's roll. That's how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just how it goes. Wow. I can't speak. See? Yeah. I'm not back in the habit yet, even though this is, we're three episodes deep. Shaking off the cobwebs. <clears throat> just a little bit. I can't take such long breaks. Shouldn't have. Actually, the show was supposed to come back at the beginning of April, but, you know, life. life. <laughs> Stuff happens. It happens. So it started three weeks later than I originally planned, but whatever. It's back, and that's the important part. Right. So one of the things I've been – my, uh, let's say, uh, mindset that I've been hammering on you longer than most since we've been doing this together for approaching 13 years. Jesus. Which is – I know. Is that wild? <laughs> yep. It's strange uh, yeah, to think about it and partly depressing. But anyway. Yeah. My perspective has always been, you never know who's watching, you never know who's listening, to just bring your A-game every time, show up, be as good as you can, be as funny, be as articulate, um, brevity, not necessary, <laughs> because no, of obvious reasons. Not necessary. But honestly, you never know who's checking out your stuff, and that has shown up in a lot of ways. But specifically with you, you told me a very funny story of something that happened earlier in the year, which... Did make was it early this year? Was it in the fall? I forget exactly when, but you told me about it fairly recently, and I'm yeah, like, oh, was, we need to talk about this. It was in December, maybe January of this year. So okay, around you know the turn of the year. So recently, but anyway, yes, recently. Go ahead and and you lay out the story because I was fascinated, and again, I was like, see, this is what I'm telling you. So go ahead. 
Uh, yeah. So once upon a time, I uh, decided to get a second college degree at Brookdale Community College in my infinite wisdom. Of I course. Have enough debt. Yeah. To go for a second or enough degree, toilet paper. A second degree, which I also have not done anything with. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Fool yay me, me once. Yay me. <laughs> um, so I uh, I went to to this community college and um, there was a, a film course available and I said fuck yes I got to watch movies I can I, get college credit for watching movies I got to watch movies sign me I, the fuck I got up to write about them I enjoy writing always have uh, so I signed up for that took this class we watched a bunch of movies uh, we were given assignments to do film analyses on these on these movies and. Um, at the time, I was writing a blog called the No Seatbelt Blog. So it's a, yes. you know, another corpse in my graveyard of abandoned creative <laughs> projects. <laughs> so it's defunct, no longer happening. Do you still own the dot com? Does I it still, still exist? Do, and I, okay. So I'll, I'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> I'll get to that. So it's a lot of them. I, I graduated from this community college in 2017. I probably took this class in 2015. 2015, I want to say. And um, out of the blue on my my personal Instagram page, I get a message from that professor who taught the film study class. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, hey, listen, you know, these uh, these papers that you wrote and you you put on your blog, like I did some investigative work and I tracked you down. Um, I, so I had posted these papers that I did. I was really proud of them. I, I worked hard on them. This is one of those classes where you do several drafts of the paper and you you tweak them and sure. you, you make them great and I and I did and uh, and, and really that proud. website was also f- kind of like freeform blog like right. you were writing about whatever free form blog I was just kind of writing about hence the name no seatbelt blog movies was just and like music and Ryan unhinged and, yeah Ryan unhinged so yeah. why not put these to use because just like I wrote right. a, a sweet ass paper about this movie right let me and now share it so with I everybody just not thinking anything of it after the semester was over I posted these to my blog and. Um, out of the blue in uh, December of 22 or maybe January this year, I get a message from that professor in my my inbox and in my Instagram. And he's like, hey, listen, do you think that you can take those papers off of your blog? Because <laughs> he's, he's like, people have been plagiarizing those. My students have been plagiarizing your papers ever since. For years. For years. This is this is going on probably about seven or eight years now. And um, what an ego boost, though. Yeah, no, and I was like, oh man, this is awesome. But at the same time, um, I was like, well, you're welcome, fuckers, for taking my work and just literally handing in my exact. Paper. Yeah, right. Is essentially what he was telling me they were doing. They mm-hmm. weren't picking out little pieces. They were just or not even like rewriting. They were looking up like film Rewording. review for whatever movie and first page on Google. You're like, somehow, this is awesome. Somehow I'm going to turn this are in. Still showing up. And he was like, this is great. I'm just going to turn this in. So people have just been turning in my papers that I did. (laughs) Um, And he's like, I've just been kind of dealing with it. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to ruin anybody's life over this. I mean, plagiarism is serious, but he's like, I'll give them a zero. Like, if you want to resubmit, you can go ahead and resubmit. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like, but listen, it would really (laughs) help me out if you would just take these down so they stop showing up on Google. Um, and And I was blown away by this. I'm like. I abandoned this blog years ago, maybe yeah. in, in 2018 or Probably so. by the end of 2015. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I was like, people are still finding this? How? Right. Like, I, I forgot about this altogether. Like, I didn't even remember yeah. you know, yeah. doing this at all. And uh, so I, I did it. Like, I, I had to really rack my brains to even figure out my password for that WordPress, <laughs> right. WordPress blog. And um, it was just the craziest thing that 
out of the blue, I get this message and he's like, hey. Yeah. Hey, hope you're well. <laughs> Listen, Listen. Hope you're well. Yeah. That yeah. was kind of how it started. Yeah. He's like, I tracked you down and uh, yeah, this is what's been yeah. going I, on. I in keep my running up against this. All these years. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Because I, I ended up asking him, I was like, you, you said you've been just kind of dealing with this. So how have you been dealing with it? Mm-hmm. And he kind of told me, it was like, you know, I just was like, I, I know where, where they're getting these and. I, I pull them aside and give them one chance to resubmit and actually write their own paper. Right. And I was like, wow, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I didn't I didn't think anything of this. I didn't think anything like this would happen. Was there a part of you that wanted to just say thanks but no thanks? Uh, I mean it, if I was still – if I was still doing that blog and I was like really making something of it and yeah. at that point like I, I would be like, oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, because I'm getting a lot of views off yeah, of this. Like, yeah, I don't know right. if I want to ruin my. Yeah, I don't know if I want to ruin my momentum here. And these, yeah. these were great, and people are still like commenting on them. But that wasn't yeah. really I'm getting nice. a lot of clicks through my Amazon banner. So I was like, I don't, I don't want to give this guy a hard time. Like, I really enjoyed your class. Like, I liked you as a professor. Like, right. Sure, I'll do you the favor and just take these down, you know, off this blog that I'm not doing anymore anyway. Right. Um, but it really, it just blew me away that. That's People crazy. People are digging this up and yeah. just turning them into their class. That even shows up yeah. on page one of Google results. Right. Like they didn't even have to real. dig to they find didn't it. They not have to dig. It's right there. Like That's still. That's just stupid. That's right. also like stupid on their part. Yeah. Like well, how are you going to plagiarize something off of the first page of Google? <laughs> yeah. you got to go at least yeah. 10 or 12 deep. Like, yeah, and it, it probably wouldn't have been found out as soon if they were just maybe taking like little sentences here and there and being like, oh, that's a good idea. Let me like just kind let of, me reword or, this. Or reword like this, a, this a is bit. cliff notes. Let but, me uh, find a way. Apparently, in. they were just copying the paper and just handing it. In. Wow. Yeah. Like the way it yeah. Was. Literally verbatim, like yeah. copy and pasting the paper. And he was like, I figured it out pretty quickly, and I've just been kind of dealing with it. I was like, well, why have you been dealing with it for this long? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy to me. Um, <laughs> But you never know. Like you said, you never know who's watching. You never know how shit's going to be found. Years yeah. later, no Years less. Later. Yeah. That to me is a crazy thing is that you don't know kind of what gets – I mean I still – anytime I get a like – like we still have an active Instagram account. Well, it's, it exists. That's how I it define exists. active for yeah, um active for, for, for the old show. And there will still be likes that pop up on occasion for different mm-hmm. posts. I'm like, well, that's got to be a bot. And it's not. Right. And I'm thinking – I think the last post was – a post for Father's Day in 2020. And that was only because we'd done two Zoom episodes of Cape, the four of us. So I even, that's the only reason I thought to even post on that account because I think I must have tagged it at some point probably when promoting the, the episodes we did of this show. And those still get likes, but they had, nothing's been posted in nearly three years. And there will still be likes right. on occasion on those, which is like – So it's still popping up somewhere. It's still getting in someone's feed, which I find bizarre because I'm like, right. this is from 2020. Like right. the idea that that's still there is – Weird, because again, my assumption is just like, well, that's a bot account, and I'll click just because I'm curious. I'm like, oh no, this is an actual person. You can right. tell, you know, obviously, you fake account from yeah. another. You've been on social media long enough, you can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's not 89 posts in the last three days. Yeah, <laughs> you'd so be like, oh, there's a whole life. Yeah, you, know, you have this account yeah. that you're not posting on anything on anymore, and it's just yeah. kind of laying there dormant, and people are still finding it. Yeah. And then meanwhile, the stuff I'm actively putting out that's getting a lot of likes and a lot of shares is still getting like 300 views. I'm like, how is that possible? Right. (laughs) (laughs) How does that happen? This thing has 54 likes. Like there was a a reel I put out Mm -hmm. recently, one of the clips from Best of 2022, and it had like 56 likes in two days. And I had even cracked 300 views. I'm like, why is this not getting recommended? People are like a high percentage. But what's that? One out of every five people? 
who right. views it, likes it. Why isn't that getting recommended? <laughs> like that's a pretty strong ratio when it comes to like engagement. I don't know what you're looking for, TikTok. But so people are finding it's bullshit strange. that was done years ago on you know a, a platform that we're not using anymore, or you know, a or on a website that website that, that hasn't been used. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very it's very strange. But I think it's funny that people are actually using this in an academic way. Like yeah. also not knowing it was necessarily submitted for this class. That is right. the kind of the bizarre thing. Exactly. That yeah. it was for the exact same class and that's what you wrote this these papers for. Right. Like what are the odds? What are what are the odds of that? <laughs> Cuz was did you have a bio or anything on that website which is like New Jersey recently graduated from Brooktail for yet another degree? Um I I put something on there for for the English class that I did. I had a professor who was just fantastic and mm. really helped me out with writing and and inspired uh, really, really you. Really enjoyed in my work and inspired me. Right. So I, I, uh, you know, kind of plugged her on the website, and uh, but no mention of this film no class. No mention of that. But um, <laughs> it was, it was just, it was so crazy to me that after all this time, and I saw his name and I was like, I remember exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I remember that class and I loved it, and uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't well, think this the, was, was something like this would happen. That's but, the other uh, thing too. You don't want to be a dick just for the right. sake of like, hey, this is my website. And again, it'd be different yeah. if you were actively using it, but this is something right. you haven't touched in four to five years. Right. Yeah. So, so like why I leave it up like, there? Yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to torture this guy. Yeah. And have him keep dealing with this while his punk students yeah. plagiarize. And <laughs> they're movies you enjoyed for the most part. Yeah. So like all the more reason, like, no, watch it and write about it. Right. It's good for you. Yeah, it's good for Look you. what it did for me. I did a blog briefly. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the blogs I did for a little while. Yeah. And there are a few of them. Uh-huh. It's a, there's a, a graveyard, which let's – I I don't – it's it's not like it's it's a running joke or anything like that. But it's something that has been noticeable. Like, And you brought it up. So you, you opened the door on this. I did. So how many ideas? Now, we – just just to touch on it, we have a lot of new listeners and uh, I assume viewers as well now that episodes are going out in full. But – so the show we used to do together, myself and Ryan, uh, along with our friends Andrew and Jack, uh, was the only podcast that matters. We did it ostensibly a weekly show from 2010 to 2014, uh, took what well, we thought we were done, ended up just kind of putting it to bed for a little while, came back, did a limited series called The Only Podcast That Matters, The Guide to Life. And then we did the show weekly again in the early part of uh, 2017, all in 216 episodes, and then the 10-episode uh, Guide to Life series. They're available wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this, if you're listening to it on a podcast app, you can find the only podcast that matters and the guide to life because both are going to pop up when you search that excellent title. Such a good title. Shame is wasted on that show. But anyway, right? I uh, I mean, hindsight being 2020. Yeah. But anyway, um, but post 2014, after we put the show to bed and when I started doing Cape full on on a weekly basis uh, at the start of 2015, yeah, it was you, you did want to do something, even though you didn't know what, but you were also kind of over the the team aspect of having to do something, number one, on any kind of consistent schedule, right. but also the the um, I don't know if democracy is the right word, but working in like a, a team, a cooperative. You're like, I'd rather just do something on my own and then, you know, kind of yeah. be free to do it. What was the first one? What was the first project? I, if I remember, let was, me see if I remember. probably, do you remember? Was it Sailing the Sudsy Seas? No, that was Andrew. Was it? Well, no, you had was, a beer thing too. Yeah, but I just put that on my blog. Like on, um, oh, was it the No Seatbelt blog? Yeah, was that so the that first was, one? I was just doing oh, yeah, you said 2015. That, that I guess that would the make first sense. One, though. Okay, I, was, I did a, a blog called Nerd in the Box, so that was strictly like a toy blog. Yeah, wow, see, I and forgot I, about that one. That didn't last long. That was that was actually the first one, and uh, 
you know, I was taking very amateur pictures of, you know, this was before smartphones were what they were. This was before, High yeah, they were. cameras. I was taking shitty pictures. Totally. And kind of posting, like, reviews on them. And, right. Because uh, I, was, I was into, you know. We also had, like, Motorola Androids at the yeah, time. Yeah, like, like, the phones Androids were not great. Like were, yeah, the, the pictures know. were not great. And, and when after, Samsung stepped up their game with with the right, Androids, like, they did. leaps yeah, and no, bounds. Like, yeah, the, then the cameras were great. But totally. But before that time. And I right. Was like, these look terrible. And after a while, I was like, nobody's looking at this. And I'm like, I'm spending time and energy on it. And I don't want to do it if nobody's seeing it. And like, I get that. And WordPress, like you can you can get stats. You know, people will comment on, you know, your your posts or like them. And, you know, you can connect with people that way. But you get a visitor account. We had on. Yeah, we may still be on. Account. May be on the onlypodcast.com still. Yeah. So even at the time, like you had those those kind of statistics. And I yes. was like, nobody's nobody's looking at this. And. I'm like, why am I doing this? So I abandoned it and then started another blog when after I started at Brookdale. Right. Um, when I got like really heavily back into writing again. And then eventually, you know, marriage and kids and loss of inspiration. And then that went by the wayside too. It was only the two? Yeah, as far as my like really? blogs go, yeah, it was only the two. Oh, I thought it was actually more. Yeah, I, I exaggerated when I said graveyard of. Well, well I mean, Jack and I started a, a toy podcast and we did like two episodes and then we abandoned it. Too. Well, there was a whole. I mean, this is <laughs> this is something we've been talking about doing the complete history. It, yeah. It's something. Now I talked about it last year. So for those who've been with the show for a little while, uh, obviously it didn't come to pass. I kept saying in 2022 we were going to do the complete history of. Cape and the only podcast that matters because there is so much overlap and one kind of begat the other. Good, bad, and the ugly. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the plan. It's like it's going to be the four of us. We're going to come in here at the a shared universe in Bellworks just for like five hours and just talk about everything. Everything's on the table. We've pretty much all said we kick the shit out of each other. Uh, basically, well, listen, <laughs> I've had private conversations with the three of you individually where I know every, there is a shared perspective again thanks to hindsight with a lot of things and at the same time there's some things to be aired out i mean we hung out on saturday and i kind of you know opened up a little bit more and expanded a little bit more on some some feelings and you know some stuff i was going through unbeknownst to you like during the different you know um the different waves (laughs) you know the ups and downs of of the history of that show and it's something that um, we were just going to kind of talk about and i said oh it's happening this year it's happening in 2022 now, it would be nice if it happens in 2023 because it's the 10th anniversary of CAPE, you know, 10 years since CAPE started. But I don't know because, again, one of the reasons that show didn't work out is because the four of us can barely agree on anything. Right. <laughs> so that's kind of one of the hurdles of having to do something in a group. And that's why that show officially no longer exists, at least as far as I'm concerned, which essentially means it officially no longer <laughs> it is officially over um, because we just can't. It's it's difficult for us to get on the same page it happened for a little while and it was great when we were for a while but like yeah. it it happened less and less frequently and that made it less uh, st- sustainable i was tripping over that because i'm like yes yeah it's like my tongue is like a melting candle in my mouth um i just like the microphone how many people been in here today gross i know see going for a joke and now i'm gonna wake up tomorrow with covid anyway uh we're not here to talk about that. We're not here to talk about our history. Or are we? Yeah. We might be. <laughs> no, that's it. But it, if you were wondering, yeah, that was supposed to happen last year. Uh, it would be nice if it happens this year, but there's no guarantee that it's going to happen this year. Uh, again, cause, just because of 10 years of Cape, it'd be like, well, let's look back on the history of everything and talk about it. But just eh, who knows what's going to happen. So if, if anyone's curious, <laughs> oh, I know, but it, it's, it's a matter of getting all four of us yeah. and agreeing on a day and everything and getting everybody talking, which is, you know. Is it can be a lot. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of things you and I have kind of talked about that 
at this point, like time has passed, like you and I were both going back and forth. That must have been January because there was that bullshit list Rolling Stone put out, the 100 greatest singers of all time, which was horrendous. And I'm like, I don't know if by the time the show comes back, anyone's going to care because one of those things everybody was on fire about for a week and then swiftly moved on to something else. We can touch on it. I mean, I don't mind touching on it in as much as it was a bullshit list just for it it did what it was supposed to do because I've regarded Rolling Stone as a rag for aging hippies for a long time. But it it got people talking for a few minutes. And that's all they wanted. And it succeeded on that level. So much so that in, I think it was March, they did another list, 100 greatest heavy metal songs of all time. What the fuck does anybody Rolling Stone know about heavy metal? The reason I bailed out on Rolling Stone, junior year of high school, when, you know, whatever the trend is, they're just. They're, they're trend humping right. in that magazine. Everybody just yeah. trend humps. And junior year of high school, I had a subscription, which I don't remember if I actually subscribed to it, like sending a subscription card and a, a money order for nine ninety five or something like that. Like, I don't remember why I had Rolling Stone. It could have been like, you know, The Wall right. had a free like six months, you know, if you bought a, two CDs or something back in the day. That's a super like mid to late 90s reference. But I remember reading there was a glowing review of the second Limp Bizkit album, Significant Other. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm done. <laughs> That's what did you Even mean. at that yeah. point, I'm like, I'm I'm done. I can't I can't take this magazine seriously, even just based on this one fucker who wrote this positive review. I'm like, nope. And no. Then, and then you got this list. I mean Right. Uh, which is cl- which is yeah. pandering to the nth degree. Like I said, it, Ariana Grande is number 43 greatest right. singers of all time. Tell me how how isn't that bullshit? And I, if I remember correctly, Freddie Mercury wasn't even in the top ten. Yeah, I and, mean, I, and I think they placed Beyonce higher than him on the list. Of course, like, get the fuck but the, the, out of here. The glaring omissions were the shocking thing. It's like, right. I mean, look for my money, Celine Dion, was Celine on Dion, the list. which whether or not whether you or love not she's your thing, whether her, whether or not you like the music, you cannot fuck with her abilities. Like yeah. for on a technical sense, and she's then, an amazing voice, right? And the thing that I was confused about, I, I don't know what they based this upon. Was this? You know, clicks, as far, as singer, desire for clicks. Is this your, your ability as a singer or your aura as a performer all around? Because, for instance, on this list, they put Taylor Swift significantly higher on the list than Kelly Clarkson. Now, I like Taylor Swift a lot. I think she's extremely talented in many ways. I like a Same. lot of her music. I do too. But if we're talking about vocal chops, range, power, control, mm-hmm. in no fucking universe is she a better singer than Kelly Clarkson. Right. In no universe. It's just – it's there are, are objective ways to measure this. Right. And she was probably kind of top things. 10. But then the singers that were no, not, not on even, the list. They were not even close. Like Kelly Clarkson was like 190. Oh, I'm, oh, of course. But I'm saying like and she was probably – Taylor Swift yeah, was probably so like Taylor top Swift 10. It's like, like Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Adele. Yeah. You know. Taylor Swift was way oh, was she, too. Oh, was she? Still oh, okay. significantly higher. I'm like, no. 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 If you're talking about her as a performer all around, you can make the argument. Right. Sure. But as a singer – Alone? No. But like, the, who's who's ranking these people? Yeah. The the omissions were glaring. It yeah. was, like I said, you know, Celine Dion, whether or not you like it, Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden, which granted, you're not a fan of Iron Maiden, but motherfucker can throw it down. So that was one that I took umbrage with. Uh, Luciano Pavarotti was not on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, right. uh, no one's, you know, a lot of people aren't fighting over, like, who's the best opera singer, but like. How is he not ubiquitous? Right. <laughs> you know, and again, it's it's hard to make an argument for just like, well, he's not one of the top 200. I guess it was 200 singers. It's like, well, clearly he wouldn't make the cut. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding so me? What, what was the criteria? How did they how did they rank you know, singers? What did, how did they come up? Pandering, trend, yeah. humping, aging hippies who want clicks. And again, yeah. they did the same thing with like the best heavy metal songs of all time. And 
Listen, a song like Cult of Personality will never die. just gets more and more popular. But like was number 12. And I'm like, I don't know that I would put Living Color in the heavy metal category necessarily. But like, okay, 12. And I I don't remember what the top songs were. And look, I'm not shitting on the. I'm a fan of the band. Um, So I'm not saying that. But it's like, okay, obviously that's something you would never have put on the list except for the fact that song gets more and more popular and, you know, has been used in in wrestling for um, what's his name? CM Punk's interest music. So it got more popularity for that. It was on the finale of The Walking Dead, the series finale of The Walking Dead. They played it. So, like, clearly there's pandering in there as well, even though that band's deserving of so many more accolades in a lot of ways. It's on Guitar Hero. Yeah. Like, that's the song that keeps getting bigger and bigger. But that's why it's. Right. Number 12, the greatest heavy metal songs of all time. It's not because they actually think it belongs there. Right. They don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, that that, I'm sure that's what inspired. To both of us. So it was. No, I, I was I scandalous and I was like, what the fuck? No, yeah. no, no. Like everybody. And again, that was the one that kind of got to me. It was like Ariana Grande. I'm like, she sings like a, she sounds like a 12 year old girl to me. I mean, look, I mean, she's, she's got a voice. Okay, I, I have no but, issue with her being in the top 200, I guess, but like, but not above all these other people, no, and not with no, all these no. omissions. Like, no, I just no. thought that was total, total bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so we, I mean, we could have spent an hour on that had we done it in like, right. we done this like February, but I'm like, yeah. eh, I don't know, we need to talk about this. But yeah, I did a very brief scan, and I, I saw a whole bunch of things. I was like, nope. None of this is, is I didn't, correct. I didn't click the article because I didn't even want to give Rolling Stone that level of engagement. Right. Like, there were a lot. I mean, certainly a lot of the, you know, heavy metal. Websites picked it up, you know, it's like Loudwire and, you know, sites like that where they were summarizing or they gave the whole list or they were pointing out omissions like Bruce Dickinson or like – and even they were pointing out just like whether or not you like Celine Dion's music. Like how can you say she's not a great singer? You know, it's like they could be objective enough to say like this – Come on. It's objectivity you know. is what it is. It is. Yeah. It totally. Yeah. And, and and these lists are obviously completely subjective, you know. And look, I a lot of them do their own lists of just like, you know, here's every Def Leppard album ranked. And like, right. I don't necessarily agree with it. Or, you know, yeah. or like, here's, every, you know, there's something about, you know, uh, about Molly Crew. We're going to rank the Molly Crew. And obviously something like that is subjective, too. Right. But it's also like it's you not the same. Everywhere on Facebook, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, this man's album is ranked best to worst or worst of to course. best. And, and like, like that's subjective. But like yeah, you're talking about the entirety of yeah. singing across all genres. Like right. that's something you're just they, they're recording this kind of attention. And look, they succeeded. And like I said, they made this other list, which didn't make as much noise so much so that I didn't read any articles about it. Um, I follow Vernon Reed from Living Color on uh, Twitter, and he's very active on Twitter. So he mentioned about, you know, being honored about being in there uh, and is fine with the song even being embraced as heavy as heavy metal, right. which some people are like, really, though? Like, you guys, I'd, would you consider yourselves to be like heavy metal? He's like, I'm I'm happy to be included. I'm happy for the song to be ranked highly. I'm like, oh, he should be. Yeah. You know, again, that song, that's one of those songs that will just live forever. Yeah. That clearly. So anyway, yeah. I The fuck is going on? Uh-huh. Like from me because your phone went off or is something actually going on? Uh, just some bullshit no okay. Sorry about that. No, it's all right. I'm just checking. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to like leap across the table and be like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, it would be kind of funny. It would be. If you had a camera on, I would because then at least we'd have an angle. Well, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I think that the benefit of this gag would work without there being an angle of it. Like, it's funny for you to just hop screen right. Yeah. Just, no. You just hear the fighting noises. Let's Put back it up. Can you phone on silent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I put in a bunch of... <laughs> put in a smoke effect. <laughs> Ryan just sitting so I was getting the shit. Like, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> that actually would have been good. It's Damn. not that serious. Yeah. All it's right, like, guys, guys. All right, we'll take it from the top. Ready and action. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Hey. 
Oh, shit. No, no, I'm I can't sorry, Bob. Pay. Like, Come on now. <laughs> oh, you're going to be sorry. <laughs> now I'm pulling off my belt. <laughs> no, not really. It's okay. That was good, though. Oh, thank you for that. That was good. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, let's talk about some other people who suck because you and I have a, a bone to pick with a certain type of person. And I've been... We actually we did a whole episode. Now that I think about it, yeah, we, wow, we did a whole episode at the end of 2020 about our experience um, deliveries. You working for restaurants, also you, you did right. DoorDash for a bit. Right. I've done DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Postmates once upon a time. Right around the time you're writing the no seatbelt block, yeah, <laughs> doing Postmates <laughs> um, out in Los Angeles. And um, there's this whole now. Actually, one of the things that got me started on this was there was this whole thing that blew up on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. Um, I mean, it was in March, so it was more than a couple of weeks, but there was um, somebody posted about there were a bunch of um, European, some people who it turns out they were European, which was a follow up to the tweet. But just to put it out there before I tell the story is which may be the wrong way to construct a story. So maybe I'm not such a great host. Shit. <laughs> I've learned nothing in You're the last right 13 years. All right. You're getting there. Fair. Fair to Midland host. But these people ended up running up a tab of. um $7,000 all in was the bill. And they left like a $700 tip. They left 10%. And they was it 700? See, now I'm trying to remember if it was that or if it was less. But anyway, they left a very low tip. And the manager came over and said, is everything okay? Because, you know, you, right. or so they're like, oh, the service was great. And they were like, oh, well, it's, it's customary for, you know, 15, 20% tip, something. And they were like, oh, okay. And they didn't leave any more tip. Mm-hmm. And people were freaking out. People were defending like, well, there's no tipping in Europe because there's also, well, We'll get into the, the, the what happens in service industry in, in Europe. Yeah. Um, but it, it started a whole like firestorm on Twitter where this thing had like 10. Now that there's a tweet view count, which is fucking stupid. This thing had like 10 million views or something like it blew up for right. a couple of days. And I people having that. this ongoing debate. Right. And I think it was something like seven thousand dollar bill. And they left like seven hundred, yeah. like left like 10 yeah. percent. Um, I mean, it wasn't peanuts, but it was, you know, like 10 percent considering how much money you dropped. Like right. they left a pretty low tip higher. in proportion totally. And that's also why people have or a lot of restaurants rather have like a set gratuity for I don't know how big a party it was, but it's like parties of eight or more, or, you know, parties of six or more, ten or more, something. Right. Where there's a gratuity built in. I mean, there's even they built it right into the to the total bill. Yeah, I, I yeah. went to a, a place in the city, a, a bar restaurant in February, and all parties it was a standard twenty percent gratuity built in. I'm like, good, all right, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. And also because when the bill comes, I'm just signing it and that's it. Right. Everybody needs to pull out the phone and calculator. Yeah. Everybody turns N- to me because yeah. yeah. Well, also, like, yeah. my math is pretty good when it comes to, like, well, what's 20% of 80? $16. Okay. Right. Like, that's good. I'm not yeah. exactly Rain Man, but <laughs> I'm pretty quick when it comes to, like, math fundamentals. Right. And um, anyway, so it's one of the things that I, I can't believe this is a conversation we're still having in America. Like, in, in society, period, in 2023. I really can't believe this is a thing because you have a problem in particular. There's this whole thing going on social media when it comes to – the people who, when it comes to tipping at a restaurant, particularly when someone's like, literally you're paying on a tablet right. and someone's spinning the tablet kind so, of thing. So there's, so when you go to pick up food, do you tip a dollar or two? Yes. If, you, if I'm paying you, by card and there's a tipping option on the screen, a tipping option, I will yeah, add. If they make it easy enough to. Of course. To I will it. add at least 15%. If it's right. a place like uh, earlier today, I stopped at Dunkin' Donuts and there isn't a tip option. You just insert your card and it just runs it. It doesn't even give you a debit credit option. Right. It just runs it as credit and that's that. Um, I just got a coffee and a donut. Mm-hmm. 
But I had two singles on me, so I threw them in there because someone's right. still taking the time to make the coffee, and it's just right. like, here you go. And at the same time, there's one dollar in there and a, a mishmash of cha- a hodgepodge of change, change as they right. say on Jeopardy. And uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna and not because I look great, but I'm like, there's two people working here. The one's getting me the donut, ringing me up. The other one's making the coffee, or maybe the same woman made the coffee. I wasn't looking, but I'm like, whatever. I'll throw in two dollars, right? Because they're working, and I get it. Mm-hmm. And they're not working at Dunkin' Donuts because they're bored. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just like, exactly. I just like, need to get out of the house while my kids are, are at school. They're no. trying to make a living. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, if I'm throwing in $2 and a couple more people do it throughout the day, that's going to make a big difference at the end of the day, at the end of the week, et cetera. Right. So, yes. And but it's when like, it's as easy as just tapping a screen and adding a tip, especially because yeah. most places you're going are, you know, a lot of places that do this are small businesses. They're rarely like chains. Right. Like, I don't think Starbucks has like a tipping option on the car. No, they don't. They have the same thing. You insert your card and that's it. Or you scan the barcode yeah. on the some app. Some places do, some places don't. Right. So there's there's this thing going around, a, sort of a, a statement. Yeah, that's this, become, this culture. That's become a meme where it's like proudly boasting that you refuse to tip the person who, quote unquote, flips the iPad around. Right. Now, let me ask you, do you really think that that is all that person does all day long? Fuck no, it's not. No. No, it's not. And the idea that you're not tipping these people isn't the flex you think it is. Right. It's you really are, you not. are an asshole. You come across as an asshole more than it right. really Yeah, you come across so, as an elitist entitled asshole. So my, my, my thing is it's one thing to not do it. It's another thing entirely to brag about not doing yeah. it. To exactly. Make you think like it's a flex. Exactly. Like you think that you're above this person who you Listen, think. Listen, my, my thing is like I try to do it as often as I can, but I know I'm on a fixed income. So it's right. like. And, and, that's, like, and that's not the thing. I, like I don't, I don't necessarily judge everyone for not tipping everyone everywhere they go. Of course. There are, some, there are some people who are like, I don't know. Am I supposed to tip this person? There are some times where I'm out and I'm like, I don't know. Am I supposed to give this person a tip if it's something I haven't right. run into before? Before. Mm-hmm. But this person who you think just flips the iPad around all day, yeah. they're prepping food, they're running food, they're cleaning, they're taking orders on the phone. They they're work they're making this place run. Totally. Where your lazy ass just went to pick up food because you didn't want to cook dinner. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that as a or, shot or, because I'm lazy too. And sometimes even if I have perfectly good food in the house, I'm like, I'm not doing it tonight. I can't. Right. So I go out and I'm, I'm getting takeout or delivery. And you bet your ass I'm tipping that person. Totally. Well, it's even if, and if, if you're just getting coffee that, and, you, and you throw a dollar down. Right. Or it can get add a dollar or something. Break your bank. And if you have money not to get all. takeout, then you have money to tip. Fucking A right. That's what I've been saying forever. I, it's like the idea. percent or 50%. Like you have a dollar or two that you can give to this person who's working like you did. And like exactly. Like, I, why would you brag about this? Why? Especially in an age right now where everybody <laughs> seems to be universally struggling. Exactly. Right, right yeah. now, people are really just trying to to keep their heads above water. Oh, my favorite you know, thing, in a lot of ways. a boomer who thinks it's like a punk teenager, you were a punk teenager working somewhere in a diner in the 50s, weren't you? And you wanted or, tips. Or a drive through uh, Totally. Like, yeah. You wanted tips at that time. So everyone was there. And you, like, why are you judging this person? Like, they just made you food. You know what I love? Well, not really, but like, it's been infuriating <laughs> to see online. What's this? Now it's the new thing where landlords have been trying to encourage people to leave tips for their landlords. Oh, yeah. I've seen that, too. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, Why? (laughs) For what? The landlord doesn't. You you know what my relationship should be with a landlord? None. Yeah. 
None. I don't want it's to be like, friends with my yeah. landlord. No, like, same thing. It's can like I, people Can say, I just pay online and never see you? <laughs> totally. That's what I'm saying. Like, is there a kiosk where I, I can just my insert my debit and, card? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, those exist in a lot of places. Yeah. But yeah, it's the same when people ask me, just like, what do you think of your car insurance? I'm like, I have no relationship with them, so I recommend yeah. it. Like, right. that's my ideal relationship with my car insurance they're, company. They're on auto pay. Like, I'm, I'm good. I never exactly. speak to them. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know because I haven't gotten hit and I don't hit anybody. I've been right. in accidents. So, like, I don't exactly. interact with them. So, I'll recommend them based on, like, Everything's smooth so far. Yeah. But yes, yeah, same with like the like, idea. Yeah, like it's been on auto pay for 10 years. I don't even know what I'm paying at this point. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I have like, no <laughs> idea. I could be, my rent could be double what it was five years ago, and I really don't know. Right. But the idea of like a land, I mean, people get pissed when it's just like, I'm not giving anything to my, you know, mail delivery person at Christmas. Like, mm. why not? Right. This person shows up every day and like, that's a I job mean, that sucks. They're you not know? supposed to accept it uh, from what I've heard. No, but again, federal, people who brag like, about like, why should I give it to them? They got a government job and they right. blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but they're walking through the rain, the snow, the heat, the yeah. humidity, like they, everything, they every to, fucking day. Yeah. Yeah. And they're also making sure you're not getting, you know, bullshit that isn't addressed to you right. or, or something like that, you know, but it's like, why would you not? My parents literally have, they generally have one person, but sometimes there's another person so they have two people delivering their mail throughout the year. So they right. do like to leave something for them around right. the holidays just as a thank you. Look, I do the yeah. same thing. I go to get a massage once a month. I like giving the woman who's my massage therapist a tip at right. the end of the year because why not? It's like right. I, even though I do after every session, it's just like thanks for taking care of me. It's the holidays. I appreciate right. it. You know, just, just something extra just just to show gratitude. Right. You know, and it's not like oh, I'm doing so well. It's just like I don't care. I'm just going to spread money around. To all that. But it's, it's this idea of. I don't know. For me, I'm, gratitude's a big deal with me. And right. when it comes to tipping people and showing right. them appreciate, and at the same time, again, and people just not who are, acting like you're above these people who are in the service industry. That's the shit I got. That's Especially shit. if you've ever worked in in any sort of service position. Exactly. Why would you treat people like exactly. This? And that and that's why that's where my stance comes from. Like I've been on my on the receiving end of my fair share of. That's also how I know when working someone in hasn't worked in that industry when mm. they right. bitch about not tipping. Right. Yeah. Like you haven't done this. Exactly. Right? You don't know what that's. You don't know what that's like. And the ar- the argument coming from Europe, you know, and even people are arguing against like tipping servers in restaurants. Even oh now, god, yeah, Americans who have been here their whole lives and know mm-hmm. how this works here. Well, you know, like, in well, France, you don't tip. My, it's not my fault your employer doesn't pay you. Like they they pull out this bullshit. Well, until that changes, you yeah. fucking tip the server. Yeah. This is the you went out. This is the honorary contract. They're serving you food. Exactly. And you know they make peanuts. Right. You know, that's the other thing. It's not like. These people all know what they make. They make Mm. like $2 and change an hour. Right. And they get a a paycheck where it's like, it's basically nothing. Yeah. And you know that that. they're dependent on tips. The whole opening scene of Reservoir Dogs is about this shit. You know. And. uh, Why are we still having this discussion? I don't know. But people act like, well, you know, in other parts of the world or like in Europe, they don't do that. Right. Because they actually, they set a, a. Standard of living wage, like a realistic right. wage. So tipping isn't a thing. Right. That's not something in America. Right. It just isn't. And it's not going to be anytime a, soon. Exactly. That's and a tacit that, agreement when it comes to going like out a, eating. a revelation that happens and this changes, you fucking tip the server. Right. It's not hard. Exactly. If you have money to go out to eat, you have money to tip. Totally. And, and even, don't say you don't. Like, then you don't have money to go out to eat. If it's if right. an extra $10 is going to break your bank, mm-hmm. then you stay your ass home. Right. And cook your own food. <laughs> I remember... This was Seriously. at some point in, it must've been 2016 because I, I was out doing, I did, did both Uber and Lyft. I started doing them in 2016 in uh, Los Angeles. And I know it was Lyft because I used to favor Lyft more because you could tip like the, the, the Uber eventually added it. <laughs> they caved to the pressure of just like, well, you can get tips at least, but 
you know, they also like Uber also took a smaller percentage of once upon a time, uh, you earned 75% of your Lyft wages plus tips and Uber, you just earned 80% period. So, and because Uber was frankly more in demand for the most part, you ended up usually making more money. So I defaulted Uber a lot, but this, I remember this case was Lyft because there are these two women and one was saying like, why don't you use Uber? And she's like, because Uber doesn't let you tip. I like that I can add a tip to the Lyft ride if the driver's nice and the car is clean and, you know, we get there quickly and all this other stuff. She's like, I know, like knowing I can add a tip. And the other woman was like indignant, just like, I like knowing that the price is just, it's what I'm going to pay. And I'm thinking, really adding $5 to a $13 thing is too big a stretch for you, honey? Right. Like, you can't do the math on that. Like, maybe right. like this ride could be $18. Like, they give you an estimate when you request the ride. You're telling me you can't mentally add $5 to that? You know, you're not driving across state lines or anything. No. And I, these two, and they're going back and forth about it. These women were on their way out together. And it was one of those things where I just thought, wow, I can't believe, again, that this is a discussion or that this, this woman who, you know, seemed a little bit simple in my mind, like couldn't fathom just like, I just like the price. I just want to know the price I'm going to pay. And that's it. Like it was so difficult for her to wrap her head around like, right. no, I'd rather use this service because at least I can add a tip. And at least the driver's getting 100% of the tip. Right. And, you know, that and still that's is too difficult for some people, apparently. There's um, and speaking of shitty tippers, there's a friend of ours who works at a local brewery and he was telling me that there's a guy who comes in who sometimes he just gets one beer, sometimes he'll get three beers, always leaves a one dollar tip, always leaves one single. That's right. One GW will leave it. And that's it. Doesn't matter how many beers he gets. Right. One dollar. No matter what. And yeah. he's like, the guy comes in. I mean, this is, and this is a regular, this dude comes right. in weekly, not necessarily multiple times a week, but he's a regular right. and he's okay with just being the asshole who tips a dollar, right. even if he gets three beers, yeah. which isn't a fortune, but like, you know, there's right. still somebody who's, you know, pouring the beer, who's, right. you know, wiping down the counter, who's, you know, yeah. whatever, or who's bringing it to your table. Cause you're not necessarily sitting up at the you're, bar you're either. This is a place. Yeah. You could be at a table. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like, thanks, man. I you mean, know, yeah. particularly I was, for, for I was there beer, one night like, when this guy walked in and yeah. it's like, it was a slow night and you know, it's not your responsibility to make sure the dudes, you know, making money or ends up, you know, it's worthwhile for a ship, but it's just like, you know, this guy had on the, and this night he did have one beer, but he left a dollar, but it's like, what is a dollar, another dollar going to break the bank for you no. is going to make that much difference in your life. No, no leave the dude two bucks. Even you got a beer, yeah. which, you know, I didn't know how much it was off, off the top I mean, of my head, but it's just yeah. like leave $2 just as like a, Hey, thank you. Right. I mean, and generally for a beer, like $1 per beer is reasonable. I'd, I'd I, even I, agree I with think. that. But, you know, even so, like that's – again, that's not all that person's doing all day. Like there's all kinds of stuff they're doing. Totally. They're cleaning the bar in front of you. They're cleaning the tables. Sometimes they're bringing beer out to you. They're pouring the beer. They do so much behind the scenes. And you think they're just standing there like, you know, like a robot just pouring beer and putting it in front of you. Right. They're not moving and there's there's no effort involved in it. Yeah, Exactly. Like, I, I just, I don't know where these people think, you know, what do they, what do they think? They've, they've never had to do it is the only thing right. I can imagine. Now, there's like another did thing. They, did I go on monster.com and say, oh man, iPad flipper. That sounds like a great job. That's all I have to do. Really? Well, that's, that's the other thing people yeah. don't get. Again, people don't want to necessarily be working these jobs. They might be doing it to get by. It might be a second job. And even if it's a high school kid, so what? Right. Like I've gotten it plenty of times. I go to, I mean, maybe twice a month. 
I'll get something for like Bubba Coos burritos. And a lot of them, they'll be like high school kids are working there, two or three high yeah. school kids. But like, you know, the place is clean. The tables are wiped down. They make the food efficiently. They're friendly. It's like, well, of course you throw on a tip. Particularly, they're so friendly. Like, yes, almost exactly. so. <laughs> and I'm like, why are y'all so happy? Right. Like, but yeah, like I always say, like we have one around the corner from us. I always tip them when I go and pick up food. Of always. course. Of course. And I'm, they're for so me, nice. They get it done fast. It's good. Like these people work hard. They yeah. work hard. Yeah, and even if they were they're just making your around, food, like dicking around on their phones when I come in there, they're making food, they're cleaning, they're prepping everything. Exactly. So, like, why, why do you feel like you're above them? Why? I, I don't but know. They're not worth an extra dollar or two of yours. Totally. And that is an example where if you pay on the screen, and that's another thing. It's like, well, you want the convenience of you know tap and pay, right? Or not having to pull out cash. You know, you could just use your card or insert it in a tablet or whatever, and not to have to go through a whole. Anything like you are getting the convenience of that. So don't begrudge the person because we as consumers have this convenience on our side. Right. So just because someone's spinning a tablet around and you can tap, you know, no tip or you know, 10%, 15%, 20% custom tip, whatever. Don't begrudge them because that's one of the things they're doing. Because you're right. telling me like if you handed them a 20 and they had to give you $4 and 62 cents and change. Oh, then that would merit a tip because right. they had to make, change. Had to make change. Yeah. yeah. Like that was right. such a, you know, they didn't even have to do the math. The register did it for them. Yeah. You know, like would that merit a tip then? Is it because they had to spin an iPad around? I mean, it's like the, the, yeah. the insensitivity and lack of, again, appreciation and gratitude for people who are just working just and getting working. by. Yeah. I mean, if your service is shitty, fine, then don't. Right. Or your order is wrong. Fine. Don't. Like, I get that. There are extenuating circumstances, of course, to this. Yes, like, there are exceptions to the if rule. If there's truly, like, horrid service or they really fucked up your whole order, fine. Or they're rude general, or they're talking or to they're each rude, other yeah. or, you know, whatever. Like, I yeah. – and I agree. So there, there are situations where I'd say, okay, well, maybe this time they don't deserve a tip because they're – But the bragging. Yeah. The, the bragging. Yeah, just don't brag about the it. The idea it that they want to brag about it, what a big yeah. deal it is. Now, that's Keep another thing. That's another thing I've run into because I still – I've done it more often. But what I still do – and I mean this as of fall and even into uh, the early part of this year. I still do Uber Eats and DoorDash some of the time. And part of the reason I do it is because, well, number one, when the weather's nice and if I have nothing going on, like particularly if it's like a Friday or Saturday or something like that. And, you know, in the spring, in the summer, in the fall, I'm like, I go out for three hours and mop up like 80 bucks because I know the parts of North Jersey. I know the, the regions, which there's a lot of demand right. and, you know, it'll pay pretty well. So I'm like, I could go out for a few hours. I could catch up on a podcast or an audiobook or listen to Howard or, or something like that and enjoy the nice weather. And also I get turned on to restaurants I didn't know existed because right. I'm getting sent to places, you know, it's not, you're not just picking up from Applebee's and McDonald's, you know, yeah. you're picking up from some mom and pop place or some hole in the wall. They're just like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah. I have like 60 restaurants saved. Right. In Google Maps that I want to go check out you because go into a place I didn't know they existed. You're like, man, it fucking smells great. In exactly. Here. Like, Plus, why have I not known about this place? Right. Yeah. Well, you and you wouldn't know about it unless right. somebody told you. Yeah. So it is a way of getting turned on to new restaurants. And I've ended up going to a few and I have a whole list of other ones I want to get to. But also there's the I still get the gratification of paying, getting paid that night. Right. Like literally there's DoorDash deposits it at the end of your your dash, as they call it. It deposits to your debit card, which is a Visa debit card. And there's a um, Uber has a MasterCard. Same thing. After every delivery, it deposits. And then your tip posts an hour later, which we'll get back to that in a moment. Mm. And that just gets deposited straight to your Uber card. So you don't even need to like manually cash out. You used to have to do that. And there used to be a fee. But now they, you know, to get away from that, 
they just automatically deposit if you sign up for their card, which doesn't cost you anything, but just for the convenience, I'm like, cool. And I got 80 bucks on me, which is just walking around money. You know, I got to listen to something, catch up on something, enjoy the nice weather outside better right. than staying home, watching TV or something right. unproductive, you know, hopefully found some new spots to check out. And also one of the reasons I did it in the fall and even in uh, the winter, also because it's cold. And if I just don't want to sit at home and like watch more TV or it's just like, okay, well, it's, I don't want to rush through Sopranos too quickly. Maybe right. I won't watch it tonight kind of thing. Uh, I would go out and also it's how I reviewed last year's episodes of Cape. Because if I had to just sit and just listen back to this show, listen to me for an minds. hour and change, I'd go fucking crazy. Yeah. So I, that's another way I can utilize the time be like, okay, I'm going to listen to one episode tonight. Okay. May, that went by, that was breezy. Maybe I'll listen to two. So I can make my notes for best of, for what was going to go on best of 2022 and for video clips because when I review every episode, I might not catch everything. And also I watch the videos back. So listening to them is a different experience. And since the best of is an audio release, I'm like, oh yeah, that does play funny. Like listening back, like, okay, this is a funny moment. Maybe there's something I didn't catch while I was watching it because something else kind of had my attention. Just like something, it's, it sounds like something just collapsed outside yeah, of here. Just, what the fuck is that? <laughs> happened last year too. Corey and I did, what was it, a Cape 203, I think. And there was like, it sounded like there was like someone was using a dentist drill, like right above us for <laughs> almost the entire show. Christian was here and it was, it was distracting. We eventually had to tune it out because we we're like, we got to keep going. We can't wait for this thing to stop. <laughs> we were like, something's going on like around here. And I don't know what it is. This place gets weird at night. Yeah. Anyway, we used to have the run of Bellworks and now it's all these other people are coming in. It's bullshit. Yeah. So anyway, uh, all that to say, still doing Uber Eats and DoorDash some of the time. Now, there's another thing on social media, and I've seen a lot of it on TikTok where people get pissed, understandably so. Hey, it's not my fault DoorDash doesn't pay their employees. No, they're not employees. If in 2023, you don't know that DoorDash and Uber Eats and Uber and all that, that these people aren't independent, independent contractors, contractors, congratulations, you're a jackass. Yeah. And That's on you. Yeah. Now, here's it's the thing. ignorance at this point. Yeah. You cannot blame these people. And again, people are doing it for the money. They're not doing it because it's part of the parole agreement or something. Right. So, the, you know, they are trying to make money. And I mean, you do get paid by DoorDash outside of a, of a tip but, in general. But here's the thing. And that's something that changed. Definitely in the beginning of 2023, the base rate for Uber Eats and DoorDash, the base pay you will get is $2. That is it. So if you're not tipping your driver, odds are they're getting $2 or between $2 and $3, and that's it. Meanwhile, you're sitting home on your fat ass expecting them to deliver a Big Mac as quickly as possible. And that's the thing. People get really bitchy uh, so about I'm, like, uh, says my order's ready. Or it's like I'm already on the way. So I, I haven't done it in... Know, probably a year and a half, maybe almost two years. Right. So if that's changed since then, Jesus, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Oh, I, that, I wouldn't even do it now at this point, especially where I live. Oh, no. Say, and that's why, like I said, I've, I've done it here and there, but it's like my threshold was always I wouldn't accept anything that paid less than $7. Right. Just because it wasn't worth the time. Right. I'm like, if by the time I get to this place and I pick up the order and then, you know, I get it to them, if it takes a half hour, if I do two of those, $14 an hour, that's minimum wage. But right. I'm also spending my money on gas. On gas. I'm putting mileage that's on my car. Tear on your car. Exactly. Yeah. And that stuff, you know, I mean, when you file your taxes, ultimately, like you are able to deduct those things. Mm -hmm. But on a week to week basis, if it's something that look, and it was a chunk of my income for a while, even though it was mostly driving, although I, I did switch to doing Uber Eats as well during my last uh like six to nine months in Los Angeles, I would do eats during dinner time. And then I switch over to rides about 8 PM. I do like six to eight deliveries because it was busy because right. a lot of people were ordering dinner and overpopulated city like Los right. Angeles. Yeah, exactly. I'd be driving around Burbank and it's no shortage of deliveries for a little while. Although I probably could have done it all night, but 
you made more money driving and you also made more money the more distance there was, the more distance that you drove. And it's same with deliveries. But the idea that your driver is getting two bucks, two bucks is all they're going to get if you're not going to tip. Yes, they do deserve three dollars, two dollars, something like that. And the idea that you feel like, oh, it's not my responsibility. Yes, it fucking is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because they're doing a service for you. And again, they're spending their money on gas. They're using their personal vehicle. And if you feel like they should just be doing it and they should get paid whatever, and you select no tip, then you're an asshole. You're an asshole. Now, what makes it even worse, unfortunately, and this is something that has not changed, you can modify your tip because I think in Uber's mind... Oh, if people are happy with the service, they will increase the tip. So the tips won't show up till an hour later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are assholes who will zero out the fucking tip. So you could see this delivery is guaranteed for $9. Right. And then you will get some random ass, you know, fee. Like, you know, it's three seventy eight <laughs> for the delivery and wait for the tip. And then it used to say specifically uh, the, the the estimated amount for the trip was $9.00. But the customer changed the tip after the delivery. But now it just says the estimate for this trip was $9. And it won't say the customer changed the tip. But there are assholes who, the word must be out that, oh, they don't get the the delivery. Oh, Because listen, if you tip better, you're going to get better service. I can say that for right. myself, number one. Yeah. Because if somebody's paying well for something, obviously I'm going to be efficient about it. I'm going to be friendly. Whereas yeah. if it's a slow night and I see, you know, 275 for McDonald's, which what a zoo that place is every hour of every day. Yep. So I don't even accept most fast food restaurant deliveries because it's just a mess to get in there. Some yeah. places have been on the ball, but like by and large, those are ones I would have declined right. most of the time. And also those ones people don't tip. The people who are most egregious when it comes to not tipping are people with money and people who are broke ass. Mm-hmm. Those are the two people who like don't tip. Working people tip. Right. You know, it's the people who've never had to work, particularly never had to work in the service industry or something where tips were even a consideration. Exactly. Because, yeah, there are a lot of people who order like McDonald's all the time. That's the most frequent one. It's always fast food. Most of the time, frankly, it's McDonald's. And and I'm declining it. And so funny. Like you saw. I I, I see this happen once. The next time I'm going to eat your fucking fries on the way. And then you're not going to have them. Well, that's (laughs) that's something that's happened. See, there are times where there has been a little bit of distance. Now, I was I did this. I accepted this delivery. This is back in like. December, January. Again, I was reviewing the episodes from last year for Best Of. And I was up in North Jersey and there was a pickup at this restaurant that I didn't realize because they'll give you an overview of the map and they'll tell you like an estimate amount of time and the mileage like that stuff. Those metrics have gotten better on both DoorDash and Uber Eats, which is which is good because it is it helps me be more discerning because there's really no penalty for declining orders. So, again, if something doesn't pay well or, you know, it's too much of a distance, I'm like, fuck this and I decline it. But. This one, I couldn't see that it was actually going into New York State. Not super deep into New York State, but you're still ordering food from another state. I'm still driving right. your dinner across state lines. Yeah. And it was like $12. So in my mind, I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to pick this thing up and then drop it off. I pulled up to the person's house. And I was suspicious because I'm like, mm, I had to drive this far to drop it off. I drive like nine miles. I'm like, I wonder... So I swiped to complete the delivery and then the total amount that came up was the total amount of the guarantee because they didn't tip. I opened my passenger window. I threw the bag in their fucking driveway and drove off. Yeah. Because fuck them. Right. I'm sorry. You don't tip. You're going to get bad service. Plain and simple. Yeah. That's the way it works. 
You know what? That's on you. And that's one of these things people have said, you know, like TikTok stuff. It's just like, my, you know, my driver threw it up in a tree. This is the message they sent me. Be like, fuck you. I drove a half hour and you only tipped me a dollar and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah you fucking deserve, you deserve it. You deserve that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because again, the tacit agreement we have, the silent agreement is you need to tip people who are providing you a service. And again, these people are using their vehicles. They're putting gas in their car. Yep. And even it's the same, you know, it's a frustrating thing not with, with doing them. ride share. Exactly. It's like, you know, this person is putting wear and tear, you know, they're getting paid a portion of the fare. But right. when you look at all the fees, like the service fees and all that shit, that doesn't go, you know, most of that goes to the company. Yep. Like I said, $2, that's all the drivers are getting for these deliveries. That's so if you crazy. give them a $5 tip, yeah. Oh, it gradually became less and less when it came to, I remember when I was driving, look, I stopped driving people prior to the pandemic, obviously, because I was like, fuck, I did it for a little while when I moved back to Jersey just to bring in a couple of bucks. And I was like, fuck this. Um, but. It used to be like $5 would be the minimum cost for a rider. And then after the percentage was taken off, it was like three seventy-five. And then Uber kept making that lower and lower and lower. And I guess they made the price lower. So then it became two sixty-two <laughs> was all you would get minimum for a ride, which I'm like, why would I bother? Right. You know, why would I do Which is why with just doing food deliveries, I'm like, I'm going to be totally discerning. Like if it doesn't pay, you know, even six bucks, because then I'm like, okay, well, the person probably tipped you know, $4, $3, something like at least they tip. That's cool. And the other thing is because people are so dependent on these apps and I've gone out typically in the weekends, like I said, a Friday or Saturday or Sunday or something like that. Like nobody's ordering delivery on a Monday. It just doesn't pay to do that. You know, you want to make it worth your while if you're going to go out and do these things. You will get, I mean, DoorDash will bundle two orders together. Uber Eats now does three. So if you're ordering delivery on a Friday or a Saturday or a Sunday, trust me, pay the extra. I think both of them have like two or three dollars for priority. So it goes straight to you because if you're ordering food on the weekend. Your order is getting bundled in with a bunch of other people's orders and the app dictates what order the your your food is picked up and what order it's dropped off. The driver has no control over that. And people, again, people got bitchy about that stuff like that. It's just like, uh, how long is it going to be? How long is it going to be? It says, you know, it's on the way, blah, blah, blah. And I will send them, I honestly would do just because I'm driving, a voice dictated message of just yours was, you know, there were two orders and yours was picked up first. And then there was an order that was being picked up and dropped off in between. Oh, boy. And again, people will then reduce tips because of shit like that. Right. But also which is, people which is not your fault. No, because, not at all. Yeah. But for some reason, because this person didn't want to pay the extra two bucks, they're also just like, well, the driver's not getting anything either. And yeah. and people are just brainless when it comes to when they order stuff anyway. Like I've had people in again in like summer or fall, it's like they're ordering milkshakes and it's 25 minutes away. I know. Yeah. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Why don't yeah. you notice how far away you're ordering from? I don't even understand that. It's the same when people order for like a McDonald's or Chipotle or a Starbucks. It's like, this is the closest one? Yeah. Why are you ordering from so far away? I think people don't right. even pay attention to that. Nope. So it's like your food's going to be cold and it's not my fault because your ass didn't notice how far away you were ordering from. You saw like, I want Wendy's. Right. It's something really you cold know? or really hot. And then like, exactly. <laughs> what's the matter with and you? And like, sorry, look, I'm putting yeah. it in, a, in an insulated bag, but I'm running the air conditioning. It's July. Right. Uh, like I had to deliver one single coffee from Starbucks. I drove oh, from Shrewsbury that. to some rich woman all the way in Rumson. Oh, it was God. like twenty minutes, <laughs> and it cost her like eleven dollars. Like I, I made, I made like nine dollars to deliver this coffee. But right, it was such a trip from mm-hmm. where I was, and I'm like, you had to DoorDash this, really? I think I talked about this and when she we like, like came to the door in sweatpants, and I'm like, of course she fucking did in this mansion, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck, yeah. 
Yeah, she's no concept. Yeah. A woman like that is no concept. So a person like that oh, is no concept. Oh, there's my coffee plebe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly it. Yeah. It's just like there are, there are people who would do this for me. The little people will deliver my coffee. Right. I remember, I probably told this in 2020, but not, not expecting anybody to go back and listen to like episode 140 something. But uh, when I was doing Postmates in uh, Los Angeles, which was a funny thing. So Postmates was, that was the first uh, delivery app that I'd heard of. And it was like, it was in San Francisco. I don't know if it was even on the uh, East Coast yet. Because they were all those tech companies are based in San Francisco, but it was in Los Angeles and it was like a small, um, a smaller operation. Then they exist in Jersey now, but they actually partnered with Uber Eats. I don't know. I I saw something about that where I guess like some places that don't take Uber Eats take Postmates. So Postmates like outsources them. I don't know how it works. Uh, Who knows? I mean, it's like all the streaming services at a point. There's going to be very few of these things left because there's not enough to go around for everybody. Uh, There's only only so much uh, availability in my mind and so much demand. But Anyway, uh, there used to be a Facebook group for Postmates delivery drivers that was started like by Postmates in Los Angeles and the and Postmates shut it down <laughs> because they, they were exchanging yeah. information that was helpful. It's like, don't deliver to this building. Don't mm-hmm. pick up from this restaurant. The order's never ready on time or something like that. Right. And because it was mostly negative shit, but also like letting drivers know, like it wasn't like drivers so bashing they, each other, they but they were also time. sharing yeah. like shitty deliveries, just like, well, I had to drive all the way up into the hills for this one thing. And it's just like, and, and then drive 15 minutes down to, so I could get back in range of another restaurant kind right. of thing, you know? Know, there were different things like that to be helpful to the drivers. And of course, they shut it down. Anyway, one of them, and it happened to me because this is before you would actually see like the pickup and drop off point and stuff like that. It happened to be Starbucks. Mm. And it was a pickup on the ground floor of this apartment building going upstairs to an apartment in the same fucking building. Now, granted, easy five bucks for me, but really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And look, everybody now, and this has been a thing for a while and is a thing for people with money and uh, anywhere. I want to single out Los Angeles, but let's be honest. People got money. They kind of don't give a shit. But now most people dress like hobos anyway, between the Crocs and the sweatpants and all that other shit, <laughs> just the way or pajama yeah. pants, like people are kind of out in public looking shitty on yeah. the regular. But is it that difficult to come down, you know, from the 22nd floor and just get Starbucks there and then bring it back upstairs? It's actually worth it for you to pay somebody to do that for you. Like it's too that's, big a schlep for me to go to the ground laziness. floor of my apartment. Yes. That's peak laziness. I, I don't understand yeah. that. And I'm like, this is a part of me. I don't know if I'm jealous of this person. Like I wish I had money like that right. where I just, w- I it just wouldn't even be a thought. In my apartment exactly. And, yeah. I'd be like, I feel like a coffee from downstairs, but I don't feel like going downstairs. No, I don't feel like going downstairs. Yeah. Let me, let me get some plebe to bring it up for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I really don't know how I, I land on that stuff. I don't miss this stuff. I don't miss it. No, I don't. And again, I've, I have done on occasion and probably will again this summer. Again, if it's a nice date, I have nothing going on. It's like, ah, let me go out and mop up a few bucks. Cause again, it's walking around money. Right. It's not going to pay my rent. Yeah. Which I think is the thing where, you know, people think like, well, if I dip this person, I threaten the tip or if I lower the tip, maybe I'll get better service. Like, go ahead. I'm sure there are people right. who do this full time and it's their only source of income. And look, it was for mine for a while. I was struggling out in California and trying to find literally legitimately trying to find a day job. Yeah. Forget my creative aspirations, you know, but it was, there was enough demand that was a reliable source of income and also the, a comfort of like, I, oh, I get paid tonight. Right. No, I could go out and drive around. And once I make $120, I could call it a night, which is great because I can pay my Verizon bill and I don't need to worry about getting shut off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shit like that. Uh, it was it was worth it. So, yeah, I, I do it on occasion. Like I said, it's worth it to find some restaurants. You could mop up some money. And, you know, I'm not just going to sit home and listen to a podcast or an audiobook or, you know, something else and catch up on something else yeah. or review Cape episodes. So it was like a, a uh, multifaceted way <laughs> of going out and accomplishing a couple of things. But 
man, people are just more and more entitled yep. and it drives me crazy. And again, seeing this bragging on social media just makes it so much worse. Just don't brag about oh it. Oh my God. I, again, you know, I don't, don't understand. Want, you don't want to tip like, okay, you're still an asshole in general. Right. Yeah. Unless there's a very good reason to not tip. If hell exists, just, just I keep, hope there's a section of hell for people who don't tip. Just keep your mouth shut about it. You don't need, why are you on Facebook bragging about it? Because again, these people think it's, think it's a flex. It's not they a flex. really do. And it's not. No. It's, it's really not. not. It shows what an asshole you are. There's a small community of people who'd be like, yeah, right on. I don't tip either. But yeah. most people, no. You're just, you're so cool. Because here's yeah. the thing. And I don't mean it in, in a fight club, Project Mayhem kind of way, <laughs> but uh, you need people working on apps and delivering shit more than they need you. And I even said, look, I've given that feedback when I've, I've had issues or had like things being reported for like being late or like you arrived at the restaurant late or like customer reported, you know, your, the order is late or something like that. And I will always write back. It's just like, I, I'll just stop. Like if you want to nitpick yeah, and you want to be like, this is a contract violation. I'll be like, listen, you need, I've, I've said it straight up in feedback for DoorDash and Uber. I was like, you need me more than I need you. I will yeah. stop doing this and somebody else can do it and put up with it. But like, I don't need to do this. That I delivered food to you and I'm standing out there ringing your doorbell for 10 minutes and oh, you're yeah. coming to the door. You decided to take a fucking oh, shower, I, I, you know, when you knew food was coming. <laughs> I God, had when this, I used to deliver okay. pizza, that used to happen to me all the time. Yeah, because you were working for a restaurant. And this yeah. girl would come down with wet hair. I'm like, hello, I've been standing here ringing your doorbell trying to call you. Like you knew you ordered food, right? Yeah. Oh, God. So this was earlier this God year. God damn it. it this, this, me off so much. this is a couple of months ago. <laughs> I was out doing a delivery and it was, again, one of those. It was an Uber Eats delivery and there were three orders uh, batched together, which they do let you know. It's a group of three orders. Like when it pop, when the prompt pops up on the screen and you can accept it or decline it, it will tell you like the estimated price. And in parentheses, it'll be two or three. And so this was three, but the first two well, were picking up at the same restaurant, um, which which was a fried chicken place. So unfortunately, and again, this is one of those cases where it was like a Saturday night or a Sunday night, and you know a group of orders together and. One of the orders picked up at this fried chicken place, the first stop, was going to be the last one to be picked up. And then, you know, pick up at the first place, fried chicken place, pick up two orders, go to the second restaurant to pick up the third order. And on my way to drop the first one. And again, you don't see the distance, the address, nothing. So you don't know. All you know is the order that is being dropped off next or being picked up next. That's all you see on the app as a driver. So I don't even know what order they're being dropped off in. So I'm driving to the first delivery, which was from one of the orders from the fried chicken place. Then the second delivery, which is a pickup from the second restaurant. As I'm on my way to the second drop-off, I get a call from the guy who ordered from the fried chicken place, the first pickup. Uh, yeah, so it says uh, the order is going to be here uh, that you're that you're on a delivery. And, you know, I just want to see when it's going to be here because um, I, I can just – I'm out. So I can just go pick it up at the restaurant. What? And I literally said that to him and I'm driving at the time. So I'm like, Ugh. what? Yeah. Well, like, can I just go like, just go pick it up the restaurant, you know, just on my way, you know, cause, cause I'm out right now. And I'm like, you, and I said this straight up to the guy, you ordered delivery and you're not even home. Yeah. Like he wasn't even faced by the question. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, of course. Why would I be home? Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, why are you shocked? <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> And I was like, totally sir, normal. your order's picked up. It's in my car already. Like, I'm not driving it back to the restaurant. Like, I'm dropping off one order. I was like, yours was – and again, I explained it to him yeah. accurately. Like, listen, yours was one of three orders because it's a Saturday night or whatever, and that's kind of what happens if you don't 
pay for priority where it goes straight to you. Uh, I said, I'm dropping off the second order and then yours is next. I don't have an ETA. I won't until I drop off the second order. So let me send you an ETA, but I'm bringing it to your house. Like I'm not driving back to the restaurant. So I drop off at the second place and now he's the next stop. This drop off is 25 minutes away, 13 miles away. And now I'm like, am I going to drive 13 miles in 25 minutes for some guy who, again, at this point, I'm, I have a complex about like, is this motherfucker going to zero out the tip? Yeah. Because he had to wait Probably. or because I'm not accommodating him. Yeah. So honestly, I called Uber support, which used to not. Well, I, there wasn't always a number for these things, but I was able to call them and say that. And they were just like, well, if uh, the customer is is changing delivery instructions like that's not your responsibility. So I can cancel the order. You will get paid the guarantee for picking up the order. Um, you know, they but it, it will be marked as as canceled and you can just dispose of the food. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you very much. So Uber driver support canceled the order and I got paid for the payout. And the for thing. legal reasons, I disposed of the two boxes of 30 pieces of fried chicken, just like they told me to. Uh-huh. <laughs> I disposed of them just like they said. Yes. Again. Disposed of. Uh, now, anecdotally, totally, totally I, did there's not a eat. fried chicken place I can highly recommend. <laughs> the chicken was delicious. I'm sure it was. And, and didn't cost much. Yeah. <laughs> 60 pieces of fried chicken were delicious. All goddamn 60 pieces of <laughs> Um, Not saying it's in any way related to that story. And I'm just saying. I'm a cardiologist found... for the next month. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've doubled my statins. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I'm like, these. Yeah, this is how fucking stupid people are. It's when like I order delivery and I'm delivery. not home. Yeah. And you know, don't re- go realistically, don't this, get in the shower. I want you at that door with bated breath. Well, you know what probably happened? They're probably going somewhere else and order delivery, figuring like, oh, rather than pick it up on the way, we'll have it brought to the house, and then we go to this person's house, we'll bring the food with us. And it wasn't there in time because they didn't want to pony up the two or three bucks right. to have it delivered first thing. And so they were, but they're like, we need to go to the party. So we'll just go to the restaurant on the way and pick it up because we're idiots and we didn't order delivery. People are so fucking stupid. Yes, they are. So, and that's the thing, like the stupidity of people just amaze me. And the entitlement is so, it is so much worse. I think it's even worse post pandemic. If I'm being honest, I feel like everybody is just so, just so entitled and impatient. I see that when I go out anywhere, I'm talking when I go to the grocery store, I'm talking when I go to a big box store, when I go to restaurants, when I go to pick up takeout, anything like that. I feel like customers are so fucking entitled across the board. And I'm just like, I'm so glad I don't need to do this anymore. I'm so right. glad this isn't my main source of income. Like I said, I will do it on occasion just for, you know, yeah. just in a little extra money. As a, yeah, some extra money, get to listen to something else, enjoy the weather on a night when there's nothing going on, you know, drive around with the window open. Hey, yeah. why not? But Oh, if I had to do a full time, I could not do it. My heart yeah, goes out no. to people who do. And again, I t- right. I always tip, you know, I mean, and there is recommended tips. That's the thing DoorDash in particular will recommend, like based on the size of the order and the travel time and all this other stuff, they will recommend a tip. Right. You got to be a real asshole to click custom tip and then type in zero. That's the yeah. other thing. No tip is not an option. You need to go in and manually you type in zero. Yeah. So if you don't tip, you were such a tremendous asshole mm-hmm. because you need to go in there and type zero tip. And, um, you know, it's people also why these it. people, you know, do no contact delivery, too, because right. they don't want to actually have to see a person's face, the person who, yeah. you know, they're you frankly taking advantage of. Makes it easy. Yeah. Right? Oh, it sucks so hard. Yeah. All right. Enough complaining. Let's talk about something good. Mm. Okay. To, to wrap it up, because Christian's nodding off. <laughs> Just kidding. He's not. We're too fucking loud. Um, 
One of the absolute best accounts to follow on Twitter. I realize nobody's people are not fans of Twitter like they used to be in mm-hmm. you know, the bird app, as you call it. <laughs> but one of the best accounts to follow on Twitter is SNL hosts introducing the musical guest. It is an ex. I've retweeted a bunch of times and I don't know the, the handle. I could look it up. But uh, for the sake of moving things along, uh, I'm not. But there's always a theme. It's always the musical guest's birthday, the host's birthday. And it's great also because you realize the sheer vastness of people who have hosted SNL and who have been musical guests on SNL. It is fascinating. But the, whoever handles this account is a genius because not only will they put up an appropriate clip and like ha- have a catalog, somebody catalog the host and the musical guests where they're able to coordinate with like somebody's birthday or like when someone passed away or something like that's who will then go up. This is the most genius one. So now for a, a couple of reasons, there's a couple of layers to this and there's so much of it that I love. The day after the 45th president's indictment, the tweet that went out was, because obviously that was later in the day. So this person t- already tweeted for that day. The account tweets the next day. The musical guest was Arrested Development. (laughs) Now, what makes it even better is the host of that episode was Christopher Walken. So aside from the hilarity of just like Arrested Development is like, yeah, this is something that like, oh, shit, they actually, you know, are are indicting this guy. Uh, Funny as it is. But what made it even funnier was Christopher Walken, his inimitable, even though I'm about to imitate it, in his inimitable fashion said, ladies and gentlemen, Arrested Development. Development. And I was doing that all day long in the Christopher Walken voice. And Christopher Walken is not an impression I have in the chamber, but I was so fascinated by just the, the rhythm of it. Just like, ladies and gentlemen, arrested development in the way of like, is he reading it off a cue card? Is he like, has, has he not seen the words arrested or development like at all or together? Right. You know, to where he's, he's kind of delivering it in that way. It was perfect. And the, the brilliance and of like having that in the chamber of just like, I know what I'm tweeting out tomorrow. I know the video I'm tweeting. Right. It was it was so great. I love this account so much. It's always funny when you when you see like whoever's hosting the show and mm-hmm. they, they clearly have no idea who the fuck the musical <laughs> guest is when they're just like. Yeah. Well, there used to be in the know, 70s and 80s tonight, but I'm like, and you can tell by the look on their face. And when they say the name, you're like, this guy has no idea who they are. Yeah. Like, clearly has no idea. They just met them tonight. Never heard of them before tonight. Yeah, exactly. Or when they're too excited, it's like, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. see ya! It's yeah. like, you've never heard of them. You've you never know heard who of she is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, really? It's like, I have really? no idea who this is, but I'm going to turn it on. And yeah, nigga, really. Well, once upon a time, like in the 70s and 80s, you'll see some of these clips. They do like a full like one minute bit to introduce the guest. Mm. Or it'll even be like some of the cast members in costume or something. Like, it used to be very, very elaborate. And one of the ones that went out recently, and I'm not sure um, what the occasion was, Maybe it was Johnny Cash's birthday. Maybe it was Elton John's birthday. But it's something that's been making the rounds uh, in the current social media climate. But it was (laughs) Elton John was a musical guest. Johnny Cash was the host. And they switched outfits. So Johnny Cash is wearing this frilly pink outfit that Elton John would be wearing as he introduced. And Elton John's dressed like Johnny Cash, like a cowboy, basically. Phenomenal. Phenomenal clip just to see that. At the same time, like, see, but and that's why it's all I love that acknowledgement. When it comes to like we're musicians and just like it's all show business. Right. Like that's the fun part when you see people are just like, listen, this is all the same thing. We're getting dressed up in costumes. It's not like, you know, I, I, this is genuinely how I dress. This isn't a costume, as you will attest. This right. is like, this, this is it's, it's more real. Of, yeah, it's more of a uniform than anything. It's but real. this is genuinely how I dress. But, you know, it could be like Johnny Cash was like, I'm going to be the man in black. I'm not saying this was a definitive choice necessarily, but it's like it's all show business. And, you know. 
Elton John's going to dress like Donald Duck or he's going to dress in something pink and frilly with oversized glasses or something like that's totally cool. Right. It's all the same thing. It's all entertainment. And it's it's also fun to see moments like that where it's just like, OK, they get it. They understood like, listen, not a whole lot of crossover. I mean, now they pr- frankly probably get played on the same station and there'd be a lot of crossover in like Elton John and, and Johnny Cash songs. But just at the time in the 70s, it's like that's perfect right. to just have it's that like, acknowledgement. Just do it up. Yeah. Right. But yeah, the, the rest of the development, thank God that killed me for so many reasons. <laughs> Aside from the the timing of it was so good and just the delivery of, I'm telling you, all day long. Yeah. Out loud. To, it just seems befuddled. To nobody. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, arrested development. <laughs> so that's my Christopher Walken impression, if yeah. anybody's curious. Uh, I didn't have one before. Uh, that's it. Because, goddamn, was that fine? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Well, we've done it. We have. This has been Cape 223. We're done. We did a lot of bitching. We did. But uh, it was- A lovely to come back. <laughs> right? But it was universal. Mm-hmm. I, more people agree with us than agree with, you know, the, well, the, I should m- hope the so. loud minority who are just yeah. like, oh, Chip, it's not my fault they don't get paid. You know, uh, in Europe, blah, 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 blah. I know that stuff that just gets my- mm, Well, listen, again, comparing it to a utopia where you don't live. Right. <laughs> what good does that do? None. Europe is hardly none. Utopia from none at all. So, well, that's yeah. nowhere is again yeah, compared to yeah. where where everybody right. doing everything makes you know a, a fair wage or something. It's, you know, yeah. and we don't need to do the lap, another lap yeah. around it. Um, hey, do you like beer? You should follow Ryan at Honey I Drunk the Beers yes. on Instagram. Maybe also on TikTok. By the time this goes out, it probably should. yeah, we'll see. But I, eh, I mean, just the jury's still out. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be. You're doing reels anyway. It's the same shit. It's uh. all the same shit. Trust me. I, the same videos go up on Instagram yeah. and go up on TikTok for the Cape account. So, you know. It's hard to bring myself to do it. I know. Just <laughs> just do it. Just do it. it, it none of it, It's all the same. Yeah. It's all the same bullshit. It's not. It's, it's probably not going to go anywhere. But if it does, great. Right. <laughs> you know, we're all just putting stuff out into the void. That's just where we're at. That's, Again, that's as a society. Yeah. Sorry. You know, it's better than someone bragging about the fact that they don't tip the person who flips the iPad, right? Just about anything. Right? Anything you put out. Yeah, Yeah. anything (laughs) you're going to put out there is so much better. But uh, yeah, Honey, I Drunk the Beers on Instagram and also Hot Toy Time Machine, which is a, guess what, toy-centric account. Yes. Where Ryan Taggart and Jack DeFranco share their toy-oriented adventures and hauls and uh, stuff like that. So if you're into those things, you can follow them. And yeah. links in the description down below as well. So you can get right to those accounts. And uh, Taxonia as well on Twitter. You can follow Ryan. You can follow Christian, the abnormally quiet Christian, on Twitter at ArcadePlayer1 and Arcade Productions on TikTok and on Instagram at Christian Cordez. You can follow me on Twitter and TikTok at Chris Apollo and on Instagram at Chris Sells Out. And of course, follow the show at Cape Pod on all the socials. Again, links are down the bottom. And Looking for a voiceover? Book me on Fiverr. Link is also down in the description. Expanding my voiceover business. Going to do some freelancing on Fiverr. And why not? Get in on it now while it's cheap (laughs) because the price is low now because I'm deciding to build this. So if you want a voiceover for your project, hey, submit a request through Fiverr. Why not? I'm happy to do it. You've listened to my dulcet tones for over an hour now. So if this is the kind of thing you're looking for for your project, exactly. For something a little late night radio. Mm-hmm. I got half a job already. Really? 
Okay. Well, now we're definitely wrapping up the show and turning off the camera. So <laughs> that's that. And again, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing, following, all that other stuff, sharing, reposting, everything you do. We appreciate the support of the show. And we'll be back next Monday for yet another episode. So until next time, for Ryan and Christian, this is Chris Abalo, And this was yet another experiment. Tip your service, people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>